Many small businesses underestimate their banking needs. The impact of the COVID pandemic on these smaller companies is making clear that they can use more services than just basic checking and savings. Our podcast guest this week is Norm DeLuca, General Manager of Banking Solutions at Bottomline Technologies. He'll discuss how both banks and small businesses can benefit from broadening the mix of services provided. Actionable insights can help power smart decisions. Each week, the BAI Banking Strategies podcast focuses on important issues facing financial services leaders, as well as the emerging trends that are rapidly reshaping the financial industry. I'm Terry Badger, your host and the managing editor at BAI. Pull up a chair and join us. When it comes to their banking, many smaller businesses are set up in a way that's little different from that of a retail customer. But these companies have more and more varied financial needs than your typical family account holder. Our guest on this week's BAI Banking Strategies podcast is Norm DeLuca, General Manager for Banking Solutions at Bottomline Technologies. He joins us to talk about the unmet needs of small and mid-sized businesses and how banks can benefit by filling this void. Norm, we appreciate you being with us. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. To frame the discussion, Norm, what do you mean when you are referring to small and medium-sized businesses? What kinds of companies are you talking about scale-wise, revenue-wise, business structure-wise, and the like? The really important question, because it's at the heart of the matter for the problem and challenge and opportunities here, we're really focused on the segment of larger small businesses. So those above the level of micro-businesses, which are very consumer-like in their needs, So it's generally businesses with maybe a half a million dollars in revenues and above. They have some level of full-time employees. They have a profile where there's enough complexity to how they do business where they clearly require more advanced digital and banking services, but their persona is still more consumer-like in that they have limited professional financial management staff, and the way that they need to buy and consume and use technology is really more consumer-like with a commercial-like profile for the products and services and digital technologies they need. So how do banks tend to look at these SMBs as an opportunity set? And what limitations does this create for these companies? I think the challenge for banking is that traditionally the industry is set up to look at the world through a lens of retail and commercial financial services. So it conforms more naturally to the focus on consumers and very small businesses or larger enterprises. And it's not set up in any way, historically, politically, culturally, organizationally, information technology infrastructure. It's not set up naturally in a way that allows them to focus on this kind of hybrid segment that's neither consumer nor commercial. And as a result, there isn't generally clear ownership of that segment. There's an imprecise definition of it. And if there is ownership of it, it tends to be buried deeper within the organization or obscured. So they look at it too monolithically, and they look at it through a lens which prevents them from having a sharp enough focus on this segment and its particular needs. So now let's flip that question around. How should banks look at these SMBs? How big an opportunity do you see? And assuming it's big enough to bother with, why do you think these banks are not pursuing it? 
So I certainly think it's a very substantial opportunity. There also represents a substantial risk to the banking industry, I think, in their exposure to this segment because it is a segment of the market that is highly targeted by non-banks and fintechs because of the historical underservicing of the segment by the banking industry. There are a number of things we think we want to encourage banks to do. One is to more clearly define this segment, differentiated from the larger universe of small businesses that are typically found on their consumer banking platforms. That's a starting point, is to define those businesses more precisely. Secondly, uh, or another factor is widening the lens. So we're not just looking at this segment in terms of their needs for capital. Lending is a very important part of banks' model, obviously, but at any given time, the vast majority of SMBs don't need credit, and banks tend to take too limited of a view of what the universe is if they look just through the lens of the loan opportunity. And I also think banks need to do a couple of other things. They traditionally underestimate the ability and willingness of these customers to pay a decent price for valuable services because they group them within the larger universe of smaller businesses and banks typically lack self-confidence in you know, their assessment of these businesses' ability and willingness to pay, which has been proved by a lot of fintech's success in the marketplace. And the other point that is really important for banks is to understand that if they don't extend more deeply into the business operations and play a larger role with these businesses, they're leaving the very thin franchise they have with them today, simple deposit and loan business, more and more vulnerable to encroachment that jeopardizes the core franchise that they have today. So big opportunities and big opportunity costs as well. So how has COVID-19 changed the equation, if at all, on making banks and SMBs a better match for each other? I mean, the virus and its economic impact have certainly exacted a heavy toll on many smaller businesses. This crisis has had a devastating impact on smaller businesses and presented some huge challenges, obviously, in certain sectors. It has also been a catalyst for a number of things that I believe make this time different for banks to recognize and seize this opportunity, which has been around for a while. So on the plus side, I think there is an increase in trust and confidence in banks as a partner in a more challenging economic environment. I think it's a complex and challenging environment and banks can lean into the advantage they have as a trusted partner and a trusted steward. Secondly, small businesses has accelerated in terms of their adoption of digital technologies. Some of those adoption trends have been a little slow and sticky in the small business market, whether it's digital account opening versus branch-based account opening, or access to other kinds of digital services like remote deposit capture. There are many, many examples where several years of potential digital adoption cycles have been condensed into six months because of the urgency created in the last several months. So I think that banks can lean into this opportunity. The other big thing that it demonstrated is put a real spotlight on the acute need of SMBs for cash and for more effective cash management. Businesses need better visibility, better forecasting and planning tools, better reporting so that they can collect and manage cash better. And banks have a real vested interest in getting those services into the hands of SMBs, not only as a revenue opportunity, but as a risk management imperative as well to give them deeper visibility 
into the operation flows of these businesses so that they can provide capital more confidently, which more small businesses need. So Norm, you mentioned effective cash management. What are some of the other essential digital banking services that small businesses need? Are those services being provided now? And if they are, how are they being provided? Many of the essential services are being provided. Many are not. And the way in which they're being provided is really the core challenge. So the essential services that SMBs and small businesses need include more advanced payments and payable solutions, the ability to make electronic payments in different forms, real-time payments or international payments as lots of small businesses do business globally, better payments acceptance and tools. Actually, a very small percentage of banks offer receivables capabilities to their small business customers, cash forecasting and planning and reporting tools, fraud protection tools, positive pay and solutions like that. So those kinds of services are critical. Many banks and non-banks provide these services. Many do not really provide them to the smaller businesses here that are obscured or lost in the shuffle. But the larger issue, you ask how they're being provided, the larger issue is really the key. From the perspective of a small business or SMB, these services are available and are being provided in a very disaggregated or fragmented way. And that's the critical point. The real demand from small businesses and the real need and the real opportunity for banks is to provide integrated solutions that put the bank in a position of being the intermediary who brought the different services together in a way that a small business could consume and use more easily. To an overwhelmed small business, fragmentation and friction among those components of the financial management system for them is the real pain point that banks can address. I'm guessing that not every SMB needs all of those services all the time, which raises the question of targeting and educating and packaging services in a way to make them more appealing. So how do banks do that? Not especially well would be the short answer today. And there are a lot of ways we are advising and helping uh, banks to do better. So the starting point is to, with the right analytical tools, and these tools are now in place, and we have tools and solutions that we're helping provide now to banks to help them profile and target the higher potential SMB that's underserved in their structure today. And then the starting point is to get those businesses on the right platform, which is a more robust commercial digital banking platform that can offer them the services, but it needs to offer them in a way that's more simplified and differentiated for the small business consumer. That's the starting point. And one of the most important things that banks can do is to work with partners to use the right kind of data and analytics tools to profile the right target customers who have higher demand for these kinds of services and are underserved. It's really important because the small business market can be expensive to reach and to serve if banks are imprecise in their targeting of effort and resources. And that's one of the things that has held them back. So more advanced tools which use more advanced Uh, AI and machine learning capabilities, which are now quite real in this space, can really sharpen the targeting and increase the productivity of relationship managers assigned to this segment. So with retail banking, 
it seems that customers are used to paying very little, if anything, for most of their banking services. Thinking about trying to move an SMB from a retail type account to a commercial account, how do banks make it seem to them like what's being offered is worth paying for? You know, particularly if these businesses are worried about their future viability in this difficult COVID environment. So one place I would start, and I do start with bank clients, is to ask them to look more broadly at the marketplace and at what SMBs today are demonstrating a willingness to pay with lots of third-party fintechs and providers to the space. I think that's been a real benefit to banks of the success of fintechs in targeting this space, is it has really disproved the historical notion that there wasn't the capacity and ability and willingness to pay here for good value propositions. So I think that has helped quite a bit. And that lack of self-confidence has been shrinking among banks as a result. The other key point is sharpening the business case internally. We find increasingly a lot of banks are looking for the data to substantiate the business case here for moving the right small businesses up to the platform and services that they need. And then I think the real key to the connection between the bank and the SMB to your question is insights and engagement. There is a massive gap between what small businesses and SMBs expect their bank should know about their business and what banks demonstrate in terms of knowledge of that business. And banks can close that gap and demonstrate with the access to the data that they have about the operations of their business customers. There is a wealth of opportunity for them to translate that data into insights that demonstrate knowledge, demonstrate commitment and engagement, and really help that business grow protect itself, plan for the future, et cetera. That's the key to loyalty and depth and engagement. In our conversation, we haven't distinguished between brick and mortar institutions and digital only competitors. I would think that online banks might be a little scrappier, a little more innovative, perhaps more willing to work with the smaller customers. Are they doing the SMB thing any better than the other guys? I think generalizations and averages are hard to really substantiate. There's evidence of everything. Clearly, digital-only competitors, digital-only banks, especially some that are focused in on the business banking segment, small business SMB segment in particular. We have some partners in the U.S., but also among some challenger banks in the U.K. who have, from inception, built their business around SMB banking. There's a lot to learn from those institutions. We also see lots of traditional banks across the entire spectrum from high performers who really get this opportunity to laggards who miss it completely and everything in between. But there really isn't any reason why a digital bank, a traditional bank, a hybrid bank of any size, given the accessibility of digital technologies today, shouldn't be able to compete effectively and cost-effectively in this segment going forward. And what about non-banks? Where do they fit into this conversation? Do SMBs represent a good entry point into banking for them? And if you think it might, this suggests that banks may have something to think about in terms of protecting their relationships. Banks have a lot to think about in terms of protecting their relationships, and they need to think about it in what the existing relationship is, which might be fairly thin. Their role might be limited to making a loan or taking a deposit. 
And if they don't go more deeply into those relationships and extend those services, they'll miss the opportunity, but also leave themselves vulnerable to continued encroachment on the core franchise. Another big competitive threat that I think banks should be, and and I think are increasingly alert to, is the high-level competition between banks and accounting software providers, and perhaps even other platform providers, the Googles and Amazons of the world in the longer run. But there's a high-level competition taking place between accounting software providers such as QuickBooks and Xero and the banking industry for that position of, which is really the high-value position, the consolidator, the aggregator, or the intermediary, the orchestrator, whichever one of those fashionable terms we'd want to use, the lion's share of the economic value is going to go to the financial services provider who emerges as the orchestrator of this ecosystem of financial technology, have the level of customer engagement and primary ownership of the customer relationship. You mentioned Google and Amazon in that last answer. How worried do you think banks should be, whether they've been around for 100 years or whether they just launched this year, how worried should they be about the disruption-minded, cash-rich, growth-driven tech companies that seem to be eager to get into banking? And what should the banks be doing about it? I think it would serve banks really well to be super paranoid about the threats of disintermediation and replacement, especially in this role as the intermediary or orchestrator in the digital era and the digital domain. Banks have a lot of intrinsic advantages, but what those advantages tend to do, being a regulated industry, reliance on branch-based distribution and geography-based scale and you know the deposit and payment system, those advantages are intrinsic and real, but they lead often to banks being complacent about threats and insufficiently agile in their innovation cycles and their approach to all of this. So we would advise a very high level of paranoia about the threats and an awareness of the subtlety of the threats should not be measured by whether a bank has lost a relationship or lost a small business customer. It should be measured by the subtle encroachment and erosion and the opportunity costs. And in an increasingly open banking environment, like we're seeing advance through the UK and Western Europe and is inevitably working its way through the US, the overall marketplace in which banks compete is one that has less friction, switching costs, more choice and alternatives for businesses. And if banks don't sharpen their skills as competitors in that kind of domain with great data and analytics capabilities, great customer engagement skills, world-class user experiences, those kinds of things, the threat will be real and gradually their core franchises will erode. Protecting their turf is certainly key to fending off that erosion, as is developing new opportunities of which small businesses may be one. So Norm DeLuca, General Manager of Banking Solutions at Bottomline Technologies, thanks again for making the time to be with us on the BAI Banking Strategies podcast. Thanks very much and enjoy the discussion and great to be here. A few takeaways from our conversation with Bottom Line's Norm DeLuca. First, Norm offers the view that banks have at least a couple of good reasons to make more effort to service smaller businesses. The first is that small and mid-sized companies represent a sizable business opportunity as they need an array of services that banks can profitably provide. 
A second consideration is that fintechs and other non-banks are successfully targeting this underserved sector, which may jeopardize the existing banking relationship. One of those key areas where banks can connect with small businesses is helping these companies improve their cash management. Many small businesses became painfully aware of this vulnerability when the COVID-19 pandemic impacted their operations. Norm says these businesses need better cash flow forecasting and planning tools, and in providing such tools, banks make money and also get more insight into their operational side. And finally, Norm uses the term super paranoid to describe the view that banks should have of the fintechs and non-banks working hard to swipe their customers. Banks have many built-in advantages, incumbency and infrastructure being huge ones, but nothing says those pluses are permanent. Norm says technology and regulatory changes threaten the bank's big head start in the marketplace and that banks would benefit from a greater internal sense of urgency. Thanks for listening to the BAI Banking Strategies Podcast. I'm Terry Badger, Managing Editor of BAI. Please join us again next week for another conversation on an issue of importance to the financial services industry.